0: Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 463. Anthony isn't here with us this week, so it's just me and Lynn. Yep,
1: back to the best of the trio. Sorry, yes. Anthony. We only say that because you're not here. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, really that happens whenever one of us isn't here. And... Yeah,
1: well, no, because we ga- be I not... know you guys don't say it when I'm not here.
0: <laughs> we didn't really gang up. Like we normally would for doing some cheap shots.
1: No, because he's gone for like a we. I feel like a valid reason. He also asked to be excused before. <laughs> yes. He didn't just no show. So <laughs> when they no show, we fucking dig at them hard. But when you know we know ahead of time, then it's good.
0: Well, we still got a good episode this week. Uh, some news, as always.
1: Yeah. Some 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 books. Yeah. Some. <laughs> Yeah, some books. Good thing they weren't on paper. Pages might be stuck together.
0: (laughs) You're gonna have to listen to find out what those books are. So grab a cold one and enjoy Drunk on Comics podcast episode 463, Comic Feels.
1: (laughs) Most of our listeners either just went ooh
0: or (laughs) ugh or (laughs) ugh. Oh. That's Double some AS- ASMR. <laughs> uh. We can make it if we try.
1: Just the two of us
0: fuck that other guy <laughs> yeah well i mean seriously though fuck it, that guy yeah <laughs> he's out winning millions and stuff and
1: do you think that if he did he do you know
0: you he's he's up a little bit but i he probably spent it all
1: yeah uh i was wondering if he would share it with us if he... <laughs> but i don't know why he would yeah I guess. Oh, no. like
0: actually share the winnings or yeah, share yeah. that he won because I'm sure he would share the news. No,
1: like give us Maybe. money. Yeah, I like... feel like I'm in the hole on this podcast.
0: Yes. <laughs> Anthony, be our benefactor, <laughs> our secret benefactor. We
1: need a, we need a. What do they call the p of uh, an uh, investor? Sugar, sugar daddy, investor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. A, let's yes, that's let's what... keep things corporate here, Tony. <laughs> she doesn't think as sugar daddies in a corporate environment. <laughs>
0: yeah but Anthony is gone, so he'll be back next week probably.
1: yeah yeah, it's fine. We've done it just the two of us many 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 many, many, many times. yes, many.
0: I feel like I forget what to do
1: when he's not here no it's not I'm just like kidding. he's running the
0: show <laughs> <laughs> It's not like you're running the show either. I try to push it on you sometimes. and
1: I'm the, I, I have purchased everything that we have for this podcast. So I expect you to be the muscle.
0: Okay. I mean, <laughs> that makes sense.
1: Unless you want to give me some money right now and then I'll take over. <laughs> Other than that, I think the, the way we have it is good. I'd rather just pay my way into not having to do more work. <laughs>
0: to get ahead. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean if I can just pay to not have to like edit a podcast or post it or like figure out what we're talking about for the day, then I certainly will.
0: Well, that, that brings me to what I wanted to actually bring up. Okay And that is you are kind of cheating on me.
1: I am with my boyfriend. <laughs> 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 yes, we have a we have a podcast that we're doing on the side, him and I. Been... I
0: heard it. Sounds pretty, pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not for everybody, but it certainly has been fun.
0: How many episodes are you in?
1: Um, we've recorded five. Damn. There's three posted in a trailer. A podcast trailer. Some. I was like, maybe we should do a podcast trailer, and then I realized we have almost 500 episodes, and that would be really hard to do. <laughs> 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 How would we pull clips? Someone would have to sit and listen to all, <laughs> fucking all the podcasts. Yeah, it sounds terrible, uh, so yeah.
0: Or well, you don't even want to? Well, it's called
1: it? so. It's called Bible stories for atheists. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a disclaimer out there that I, I feel like the overlap of people who listen to this podcast and people out there who are hyper-religious is probably super low. But if you're like easily offended (laughs) and hyper-religious, then don't listen to it. It's not for you. But if you um, like hearing an idiot like me listen to the crazy stories of the Bible for the first time and weighing in on it, then totally check it out. It's a good time. All right. I mean, expect the same shenanigans I pull on this podcast carried over into that one because it's just... I'm a ridiculous person, all the time.
0: But for people that need more lens in their lives, yeah, there you go. Who doesn't go. want
1: more lens in their lives? Who doesn't want to listen to the, that obnoxious laugh in <laughs> two podcasts instead of one?
0: <laughs> um, well, lens, how about you start off uh, this week with some reviews? Okay. What do you got?
1: So, so I read one book, and it's called Sweet Paprika. <clears throat> <clears throat> And I feel like I can't talk too much about it because it's a very sexy book. Like I don't want to get all hot and bothered in the middle of a podcast with you. It's just not something I want to do with my life. Um, <laughs> so, it's this. So, it's from Image. It's written by written and drawn by Mirka Andolfo. And Paprika is this devil character. So it's very, like...
0: Isn't it, though, a spice or something? like
1: Paprika is a spice. Okay. Yes, but that is just her name. She's not a spice. She's a devil. Um, she lives in a world where everyone in the world is either an angel or a devil. Yet, she mentions having an apartment over Central Park. So it's like our world if we were all devils and angels. And they're all kind of existing together, right? There's not, like, this crazy eternal war happening between the two other than she mentions like like the normal day-to-day of like them trying to like fuck the other one over but like in business instead of like on the battlefield i guess but she is the c cco chief creative officer of a published com- publishing company, and she's kind of like this corporate bitch, right? Where she is mean to everyone, and, like, if you don't get her, her coffee right, she blows up, and she doesn't have any friends, she doesn't have a love life, she's married to her job. She's just a huge cunt. <clears throat> terrible, terrible, terrible person. Um, but <laughs> she, she's... she's She's horny as fuck, I guess, is all I can say about it. Like, when she was younger, her dad caught her playing with her dolls and making them, like, hump, right? When she was little. You know, like kids do when they're exploring sexuality. And the mom's like, let her have her fun. And the dad made her feel real bad about it. So she's got some real sort of daddy issues that are holding her back from pursuing any sort of sexual relationships that are meaningless. Which is what a lot of people do when they're of a certain age. Yep. So, <laughs> I mean, the first book is really just kind of exploring who she is as a, as a person on the job and then kind of, like, who she is at home and the dichotomy between her her powerful demeanor at work and how she thinks she's a giant loser when she goes home. And so she tries to spend as little time at home as possible. So she really is just this... Spend all my time at work. Be mean as possible. Don't build any relationships with anybody. And that's just how I'm going to live my life with my boatload of money. Just me and my money. That's how I'm going to live. Um, there's lots of little kind of in-between things. Like there's a delivery guy that comes into the office who's always got the girls fucking going crazy. Like he shows up and all the girls in the office are like, oh. <laughs> and they all get crazy obnoxious about it and
0: so how, how is the dichotomy between the angels and devils in this world
1: it doesn't seem to be like
0: and is that the right word to use because it sounded smart so.
1: dichotomy is is a good word right <laughs> and you said it right they there doesn't seem to be like they exist they seem to exist fine together
0: it just just that's how they're drawn. Yeah, like,
1: yeah. Other than like, it seems like maybe the angels are a little sweeter, and the devils are a little more crass, right? Mm-hmm. But there's no real. I mean, they they exist. They hang out together. They're friends. They have sex with each other. Like, there's just there's this book is full of sex. It actually just kind of reminds me is if you went to somebody who writes really good fan fiction and was like. Write me a raunchy anime story about angels and demons. And this is what you would get. Because that's basically what <laughs> what this first issue was. I was reading it and there was a couple times where I was like, oh man. <laughs> I like I like I like some good raunch in my comic books, but this is borderline like a Kevin book. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but, you know, it was good. The drawings were cute. I think that helped because it is very cutesy in the way that it's drawn. So, like, when you see um, someone pulling off the Batman move that he was banned from doing, you're not like, oh, you're more like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it was good. The book ends with kind of like something has happened in paprika's life that hopefully it sounds terrible when you actually read it and you find out what has happened, but hopefully will help her maybe move on from this like blockage that she has with her sexuality. So she can, you know, get rid of some of that tension that she has in her life. <laughs> um, so I think, I think I, I will probably keep reading it. Although it might be one of those books that I hold on to a couple before I read like i don't think i'm gonna keep up on it as it comes out okay. i'll probably let a couple come out and then catch up on it just because it's a really easy story to read so i you know three at a time is fine that way i can get all hot and bothered in one go instead of like getting all hot and bothered and then having to stop and then pick it up a month later <laughs> right <laughs> nobody wants that
0: i so just want to get it all out in one get all out one... In
1: one go yeah, 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 but
0: so you gotta, you gotta let it simmer and slowly <laughs> slip in there. Yeah.
1: I, oh, god, <laughs> gross. <laughs> um, and I lost my train of thought. Thank you. Oh, for that.
0: You're I... talking about collecting it, not reading it all at once. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. Um, all that goodness.
1: I, I would say that. It it very much seems like it's for readers of a certain age, and I might be too old for that. But knowing how women also like really responded to Fifty Shades of Grey, like maybe not, like I mightn't be in that demographic still. I don't know, um, but it it seems to be geared towards women more than men. Like I would get, I would be interested in you reading it and finding out what you thought about it. Other than they're like being like, oh, boob. You know, like, would you actually find something of value in it or would you just be like, this is hot? <laughs> you well, know,
0: well, I've read some of Mirka's uh, other stuff and looking at this right now, I'll, I'll enjoy it. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. obviously, you know, having have to read the dialogue to get to know what's going on is another matter. But obviously, if you liked it, I'll probably like it, too. But art is amazing in here.
1: Yeah, it definitely has, like, that cutesy sort of anime style, right? But her art doesn't always look like that. Her. Her? Her? Mirka is a girl, right? Yeah. Woman. Sorry. Woman. Um, I feel like she has different art styles on her other books, but it, was, it got a lot of hype is the reason why I picked it up, because I probably wouldn't have normally read something like this, but I was just... Blasted in the face <laughs> with this book constantly on social media so i was like well i guess it worked because now i'm gonna read it um and i'll and I'll, I'll keep reading it but like i said probably in spurts <laughs> rather than, rather than over time so there you have it
0: all right well i was going to try to to pull in a trilogy of books But I honestly didn't get to read all three of them, and actually I've not kept up on two of the three. It's weird, too, because then there's the third one that I haven't ever read that I want to read now, just from briefly looking at the pages. Okay. So ultimately, I'm not even going to do a review on these. It's more my poor attempt to... I was going to do with Shadow Service, number 10, Shadow Man, number 4, and Shadow Doctor number five.
1: Oh, okay, Shadow, you're going to be in the shadows this week.
0: All these from different publishers, all these totally different books. Like I said, I was going to try to pull them together, but and I probably could have if I took the time to do yeah. it. But obviously, like I said, Shadow Doctor, I've read I've or at least read the first two. I'm not caught up, so obviously I have a couple of missing in there. Uh, Shadow Man, I read the first one, so I haven't read obviously two and three to get to four here. And then, like I said, Shadow Service, never heard of before. Uh, But that actually seemed pretty cool. Uh, It's from Vault Comics. So uh, these are just going to be a shout-out to three books that I know are good. Well, two that I know are good. This one I think is going to be good. And that's my review on them. So I I then picked up uh, what I was going to To review,
1: I like how you were just like, I was going to do all of this work and then I didn't.
0: So then I picked up (laughs) Grim Fairy Tales 2021 swimsuit (laughs) special.
1: This is a real horny episode.
0: (laughs) So all that work that I didn't do,
1: you just looked at pictures.
0: No, because here's the thing though all the Grim Fairy Tales has usually a story within it before the pinups. Do they? Yeah. The last couple... Uh, Are they
1: substan- sub- sub- substantial? Stu- I, oh my God, you're rubbing off on me. Substant... Oh, I can't say that word. Did Can- you want
0: to really say what you also just said too? <laughs> sub-
1: Substit. No, I'm trying I to- don't even
0: know what the fuck you're trying to say now. I
1: know. Sorry.
0: Regardless, <laughs> yes, the, the stories within sometimes have actually uh, go into another story or conclude somewhere else uh in this one it was the end or is it and it's a quick story of some kids they're playing on the beach and then underneath the dock they come up and find that a substantive
1: i don't think that's how it's pronounced but yes Yes.
0: (laughs) um and this this story uh follows gretel okay um who again all the heroines of this world and there's this demon type thing underneath the, well, not a dock, but uh, like a boardwalk going out, like when you're at a beach in the ocean. Okay. So, tie so, you know, they have...
1: Not a dock.
0: Well, it's not, a, uh, yeah, it's like a boardwalk then, or that, like but a that long dock. goes out dock. into yeah. the
1: water? Okay. Like a breakway or something? Yeah,
0: yeah, so you can, yeah. So anyways, uh, and it's kind of a quick story, but then it gets into... All the pinups, which is then the nice,
1: the nice, <laughs> thirty-eight pages of content. I like how that's how they sell it. I really wish they would just make it in a calendar format. It should. The art, the first story that I'm looking at looks very much like it was done for like a One Piece or something like that it has a real heavy anime style to it
0: yeah yeah i could i could see that
1: it's not usually what i expect on my grim fairy tales so that's kind of fresh and new for them
0: no but it was like i said it was a nice just brief quick story and centered around the beach so
1: yeah and then
0: a bunch of yeah hot then, babes yeah do
1: they throw are there also men in the swimsuit special? Do they do pin of any of the male characters? Because I feel like I'm a lost demographic on this. I want, I want to see some hot man buns.
0: So, it's funny that you say that. Only in the, the sense of, no, in this, uh, there were no males. There are some males in the Grim Fairy Tales world. Um, however, there weren't in this. Yeah. But... <laughs> One of the reasons why I read this is I saw a a post on Reddit, which had the clipped out picture of, you know, when people write into, you know, at the end of a comic book issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was one of the soapbox things to Marvel. It goes... Something along the lines of, I'm so glad that you guys did that swimsuit issue before, but why aren't you doing it this year? Because it was really nice that you had a ratio of males to females, especially when you had Thor. I would love to see Thor nude. Uh, You should try to do another swimsuit edition, but have Thor nude. And I just laughed that it was in Capitals twice. Also this was published in the back of I think a it's Marvel funny that book.
1: they published it. That's the best part about it. Yeah, like man as as evidenced by the comic book I read, women are also horny. Also, men who like men are horny. Why why aren't we selling comics to them? I don't know. I feel like uh,
0: lost opportunity Zenoscope, for sure. Yeah.
1: I I expect you to do better next time. <laughs>
0: I feel like, um I feel like last years they did have a couple males yeah I know there, that like I I, I have to
1: give them props because their characters are all usually strong female types right but and I can appreciate a good looking female body yeah um but you know a little man action wouldn't wouldn't hurt
0: <laughs> were you the one that wrote into Marvel <laughs> I,
1: I mean I would not not look at Angus <laughs> Uh so our books were both great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very uh stimulating.
1: We really went deep into the the uh theory of comic books and the way they affect the world today. Cream <laughs> like of the crop. Ones. Cream of something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Was that the only book you had? Yeah. Okay. I like how you didn't read a book last week, and this week you just read a book that had pictures. <laughs>
0: I Well, I also partially read the other three that I was going to try okay. to do. Okay, all right, and then you gave up. So there I was see. there was an attempt this week.
1: <laughs> all right. You need a pass. And I expect more from you next week.
0: Okay. All right. I mean, I, I got booze in a book as well. So. Okay,
1: all right, fair, fair.
0: And I have some news. Yeah,
1: but I, okay, yep, I don't really have any of that, so.
0: Well, I do want to talk about... Ghostbusters trailer that just came out. Yes, the first one was was more centered on the kids. This one really showed more of the world, and it just hit all the nostalgic feels with introducing, you know, some of the like what has happened before. Um, Having Janine show up, uh, having at the end Dan Aykroyd answer the phone.
1: Oh, didn't it just make y'all tingly?
0: Yeah, like Mm -hmm. I. Literally, I started watching it, and my roommate comes out and goes, what's that? It's like the Ghostbusters trailer. So we watched it on my TV. And, yeah, we both looked at each other like, I'm sold. Mm -hmm. Even if, for some reason, like, it's not as great to uh, compare it to the originals, 100% better already than whatever they did in 2016.
1: Yeah. So, so first of all, I give the 2016 one a pass because it's not – um, it's a remake and it's not a sequel. So I, I, I don't really I don't really compare it to the original ones. It was kind of its own thing. And it was marketed very unfortunately. Um,
0: the ending had them shoot the ghost in the crotch to make a dick joke. It, like
1: yeah, I mean, all right.
0: I mean, going off of last week's title Feminism, yeah, like <laughs> I'm all about that. But also, like sometimes, just have a a good script. And I heard that because uh, obviously it's it's now after that has come out, more things have have been alluded to. The script was just like do wacky improv, yeah. and you can't you can't do that yeah. on a property that people love. I, like
1: I agree, I agree. I I enjoyed watching the movie, but I completely removed myself from it being like a Ghostbusters movie. You know, if I just watched it. And I enjoyed the comedy and the stupidity of Chris Emsworth.
0: It's really (laughs) I forgot that he was. He was so stupid. Well, and so here's the thing. (laughs) This though, like, even it's though it's not going to follow the main cast really. It just has that legacy.
1: So, it's generational, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's a sequel in a way that we should have a sequel. They don't go and they try don't try to fit Dan Aykroyd and and all. Right, that are left over into like, oh, they're gonna suit up again and try to fit their fat old bellies into yeah. their old, you know, they're not going that way. Jason Reitman is directing it, so you have the generational aspect in that, and I think I would I would be surprised if he let something out there that didn't feel appropriate to his dad's shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's a there's some big shoes to step into for him. So I would be very surprised if he was like, and just shit on the screen, you know?
0: <laughs> Let's, and the one thing that I saw a critique of that you can't tell from the trailer, so you don't know if it would be answered or not, and to be honest, I don't need it answered, is how do none of the kids or anyone know about the Ghostbusters? Mm-hmm. Now, granted, from the first one to the second one, Yes, they could say it was a sewer main, gas, whatever, like, explosion, and that's, you know, why. But, again, it's a giant freaking marshmallow man, so how does that get erased? And then in the second one, when the Statue of Liberty is walking around, like, how do you...
1: Well, it was 30 years ago, bro. Erase that. It was 30 years ago. They live in a small town. Like, nobody... They're not learning about that shit in history class.
0: Yeah, but...
1: Nobody had phones back then to, like, record it. Like, we watched it happen on a movie. But if you think about it existing in real life, it's not like people were out there with their phones recording it happen. It was the 80s. So it's not like you can find
0: YouTube videos of it. True, but you can... I mean, there would have been reports.
1: Maybe, but, like, you'd have to search that shit out then.
0: I don't know. I just... I hope that they answer that in here, but I don't need them to either. I don't need
1: to... It's... They don't live in New York. They live in BFE... Right? Well, and they're you, moving to BFE, from, it sounds like. But from where?
0: New York? Right. <laughs> I don't know. It, and it like doesn't really explain They're it, kids.
1: Right? It's been 30, maybe, I mean, the 80s? 40 years ago? That's a, well, they, well, well, that's a long time. Yeah, but in
0: the trailer, too, though, Paul Rudd shows a uh, tra- or some YouTube thing of a Ghostbusters thing. I think it was just the Who You Gonna Call Then?
1: So, but he, so he knows about it because he is... To be clear, Paul Rudd is in his 50s. He would have been alive when all of that happened. So the kids came to him.
0: Okay, that's yeah, true. And he the kids... was like,
1: oh, yeah, I remember when this shit happened in my lifetime. And the kids are like, oh my God, this I was just born yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes sense. I to mean, me. I guess,
0: though, too, the dumbing for... down of like TV since then, Jerry Springer and History Channel not being about aliens, then yeah, maybe I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean, People the, don't believe. the kids can curate what they want to watch these days. They don't have to just have things thrown at them. They can literally just go on the internet and be like, this is the shit I'm going to watch and this is it. So unless they're like Ghostbusters, New York, 1983, they wouldn't have found it. Until they came to Paul Rudd <laughs> and was like, this crazy shit's happening. And he's like, I remember. Because oh, we all forget Paul Rudd is in his 50s. <laughs>
0: I know that is just so crazy. <laughs> he's so old, but he looks so good. Oh, like put There's... a picture of him now next to like what he looked like in clueless and you would say he maybe aged 5 years. Maybe
1: at most. maybe. I think he even looks better now than he did then. There is a portrait of him somewhere that is horrific looking. <laughs> he is the real life Dorian Gray. There's no way he's not. <laughs> But also like he's older than what Wilfred Brimley was in Cocoon. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's the thing. I had a I posted that on our uh, Facebook and I I had to make sure that I wasn't sharing missharing information like there's no way this is true and then I'm like, holy shit.
1: There's a website you can go to that's called like the Wil- the Brimley brimley cocoon line or something like that and you can put your birth date in and it'll tell you when you get to what year you will get to the brimley cocoon age oh like it's an actual website that you can go to and you could just do it's really easy you can just wilford brimley was 49 when he made the movie and 50 when the movie aired (laughs) so just figure out when you turn 50 but yeah it's crazy fucked up
0: so, I want to segue from Ghostbusters into Ghostbuster Toys, because with the new movie coming out, there's going to be some. I started sure. looking at some uh, Ghost Trap replicas. I'm not seeing any new ones from this, except for, if you remember in the trailer, it looked like there was a remote-controlled type trap that was going around when they are uh, driving the car, mm-hmm. and there is a small, like, RC-style type one, but, like, I want... A real feeling replica trap and the only ones i've seen are like 400 bucks and i don't want to spend that much yeah but there's you know toys and everything a uh, sentinel terror dog so i do know that we saw one of the terror dogs in the trailer which by the way the stay puff marshmallow little Mole guys yeah in the store we watch that's that, gonna be awesome
1: and josh goes Kevin Smith should sue them because it reminded him of the bratsies. Did you ever watch Yoga Hosers?
0: No. Never heard of that. Yoga Hosers? Yeah.
1: Kevin Smith movie, Yoga Hosers. No. But are you not a Kevin Smith fan?
0: I am, but not as big of one as you. I didn't know.
1: <laughs> in in Yoga Hosers, there's these tiny little <laughs> men who look like sausages, sausage men who are they call bratsies because they're also Nazis. Okay. And they, <laughs> they just kind of ran all over the convenience store that they were in, kind of like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Baby Men. Um, hundred percent marketing move.
0: Oh, they're gonna have so many plush things of for sure. And you know what? To be honest, because I I love this like franchise, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Really, I'm not gonna hate on any toys that they make. When they made the little porgs, cool, yeah. sure, make them whatever. You gotta People pull the kids
1: in, right? Yeah you had to give something for the people who love the old and somebody something for the kids who want the new.
0: So that's a, I mean they have figures of all the new uh younger kids. They also have them of the adults. Uh they have a clue board game. They have uh like I said the the trap that they had, they've got multiple things coming out and these are just the first of many that they've announced. I'm going to kind of quick go down this trail of toys because again I was toy hunting the other day saw some deals okay uh, Clicked the buy button on a couple things oh what'd you buy um i bought a dr doom emperor doom from uh in his like white and silver okay thing if you remember the image from secret wars 2 mm-hmm. and then i bought uh, another toy as a present for my brother so
1: oh presents are okay yeah, Matt deserves some good presents.
0: So I got him another because uh, I bought the Red Sun Superman, and he was really jealous when I bought it. So oh, you bought him one? Yeah, it Aww. was on sale too. So I was like,
1: good thing he doesn't listen to this podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna lie and say I'm not gonna, say it, but I know he doesn't. Um, something that I'm gonna have a hard time not buying is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Power Rangers crossover toys. They just announced the first two of what will probably be many because. They already had the uh, story from DC that they did. Uh, or was it IDW? Because IDW is there. I think it might have been an IDW if published. If it was a
1: crossover, it was probably IDW. What are you talking about?
0: Oh, wait, wait. Oh, wait, no, sorry. I'm thinking of the Batman and Turtles. This is just at IDW because Hedro has them both anyways. Right. So it was just IDW. Um, so the, in within that, they all got coins and were able to... Make a Zoid, Zord. What was the Zord down
1: Have you been drinking my drink too? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so this kind of uh, evolves kind of from what their looks were in there. Zordon's calling me. He knew that we were talking about Power I Rangers. Like
1: you set that up. Who did you just text to text you? <laughs> was I it didn't. your brother?
0: No, I didn't, but... <laughs> that worked out perfectly for once. <laughs> podcasting uh days so anyways the first uh, two that are coming out is uh leonardo and donatello um taking the blue ranger and the black ranger and like i said how their uh, weapons kind of incorporate with the power rangers to their turtle forms uh looks pretty sweet and i want it
1: did you see this
0: yes <laughs> and I saw someone going over all the things within it, and again, it's it's more Lego stuff. I...
1: It is. I saw this, and I was actually, so it's the Daily Bugle Lego set. I feel like, um, I'm not sure exactly when they put this out, but I only just saw something for it today. I'm more interested in all these little Lego figures that come with it more than the actual Daily Bugle set itself like i want all the little guys well
0: lego just uh released a whole new minifig uh wave of marvel and i think they're marvel what ifs
1: Ooh.
0: but there is uh a marvel what ifs uh normal action figure line that's coming out which uh has you know what if uh captain america what if you know pretty much some zombies uh a lot of different figures within here, and I think they're, they are they got to build a figure to make the Watcher, which pisses me off because I hate build-a-figure sets. I hate build-a-figure
1: sets, too.
0: And, yeah, because I don't want to have to buy them all to get the one thing I, I kind of really want. Just, just
1: give me a watcher.
0: Give me an option <laughs> to buy that later. Right. I agree. Um, Then, something that I'm going to have a hard time not buying, except for the price tag, really makes me not want to buy it is a nice deluxe Voltron figure. Oh. That is the one thing that I've always wanted. Now, granted, when I bought my Lego Voltron, I was like, this is the best of both worlds, and it satisfies me for what I need. However, I still want that iconic one. They made the new ones for the new TV show that my nephew has. Good, you know, more articulation, but just not, not the same thing. So this deluxe one uh, that's coming out uh, February next year, want to take a stab of price? One
1: hundred and fifty dollars.
0: No, I'd definitely buy it for that.
1: Oh, four hundred dollars. I'd
0: consider buying it for that. Oh my
1: god! <laughs> is it made out of metal? Is it made out of gold?
0: <laughs> I think it is. Eight hundred dollars. Uh, six hundred and ninety nine dollars ninety nine cents. Fuck. Comes with they all the really weapons. are going after that it's, nerd money aren't they? It's got all these articulations it's it looks like a badass uh, this one
1: only just makes me realize that there is a ton of mostly dudes out there just like you Tony <laughs> just like you with more money actually because somebody's gonna buy this shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Expendable income.
0: I, I wish I had more than what I do right now. <laughs> um, that is my uh my toy news for this week.
1: All right. Awesome.
0: Now you're talking about Kevin Smith earlier. Oh,
1: it's his birthday.
0: And you know what also day it is? The day they start filming Clerks Three.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. They've been rehearsing for a little bit already. Um I'm so fucking excited about this.
0: Do you know that another fun fact for you guys this week, besides Paul Rudd's uh, age, that it is more time between Clerks 2 and 3 than it was between Clerks 1 and 2? Uh,
1: Yeah, that makes sense, because Clerks 1 came out in 1994, and Clerks 2 came out very early 2000s.
0: 2006.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Um there were plans to do a Clerks 3 like 10 years ago but Jeff Anderson pulled out last minute. Yeah.
0: And I for me though the crazy part was realizing that it was like 2006 when Clerks 2 came out. Yeah. I thought it was more recent.
1: It feels that's the thing about Kevin Smith movies is they no matter when you like if you watch Dogma like you there you look at it and you're like this was made in the 90s? Like Nuh-uh. they <laughs> Yes. Was that? Yes. Dogma was made in the 90s. Actually, yeah.
0: It was made before
1: Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and that movie came out in 2001. So.
0: Damn.
1: His movies hold up, which.
0: That's one of my favorite movies, too.
1: (laughs) But yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I loved Red State, and I loved Tusk, and Yoga Hosers was okay um but I'm i watched really...
0: tusk um so i've watched like almost all of his movies i just yoga hosers for some odd reason just has yeah. not come across yoga hosers like... was good
1: he i mean he made it specifically to make a movie where his daughter was like a lead like oh, okay. it's a it's very much for a like teenage girl kind of midnight movie sort of thing it's very cute um definitely not one of his best things but I'm very excited for him to get back to that original, wow, the thing that that made Kevin Smith who he is.
0: Mm -hmm. What I can't wait for, and we finally got a release date, the Lord of the Rings series on Amazon.
1: Oh, really?
0: So they, uh, today, posted a picture of one, I mean, it's obviously computer animated, but like of a city town ruins like castle in the background with the lone figure in this kind of like hilly field looking at it and they've said that it's going to be dropping friday september 2nd 2022 oh oh yeah that that hurts okay yeah i'm like looking still... forward to this
1: you said september 2nd and i was like oh that's soon and then you said 2022 and i was like oh that's that a year
0: so like upset like
1: yeah, but, okay. Yes.
0: Yeah, it can't rush good things. Exactly. They know... We saw what, the-
1: what happened and your hatred for when they rushed Game of Thrones to mm-hmm. get to the end, and how much you hate that still, and it makes your blood boil, so let's <laughs> let them make something beautiful. Yes,
0: and I think it's going to be, and it's just, it's the... I wish they had announced it, I think, what, three years this ago that they were going to make this? Right. Like... If they would have just announced they were going to make it now,
1: and that it would yeah, it came
0: like I don't need this much anticipation.
1: Here is the thing, though, is you can't keep secrets anymore. Like there used to be a time where they could have bought, and the and the Tolkien estate would have given the okay to do this show, and it could have remained under wraps until now. There is just no way that that happens anymore. Like somebody knows and will leak it to the internet. True. So you might as well get ahead of it yourself, even though it makes us all like, Oh, I hopefully it's great.
0: Yep. Um, I heard that Marvel is not having Eternals do a dual uh, release in theaters and at home video. And I I feel like that's, They're announcing that now as part of uh, trying to mitigate some backlash from some other shit that's going on that, again, I didn't think of when I'm just like, I like that there's this choice. I like that they're doing these home streaming. Everyone that is at home right now that is complaining of 30 bucks to watch uh, a thing on Disney Plus. They are not targeting you with the 30 bucks. If you as an individual still want to go to the theater, you can. Uh Or if you as an individual want to invite three people over to kind of like mitigate that 30 bucks, fine. But 30 bucks is actually a perfect price point. And last year around this time when we were talking about these things too, I thought that was outrageous. But when you really get the convenience of being at home and it being like, fuck, there's some families of like seven that that's going to be a steal for them. It's not all about me and it's not all about you. However, that has definitely taken some money out of some people's pockets where that's why Scarlett Johansson is now suing Disney because of that. And that's something that I'm like, on one side, these stars make tons of money. On the other side, the movie execs take a lot of money. So I could give two shits less.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't read into her lawsuit too much. Apparently her contract stated that um, that the films would be theatrical releases.
0: And that she was going to get a percentage, I thought.
1: Okay, all right. And so she's not getting a percentage of the streaming,
0: I guess Yeah, because it's streaming.
1: Okay, well, <coughs> I hate to say this, ScarJo, but the people who are, going, who are paying the $30 to watch it at home weren't going to go to the theater.
0: Yes, and that's that's true in some aspect. However, what I do know, at least in the contract, was if any switched at all, there would be a renegotiation. Right, and they didn't. Right. So Disney. So that's where it's kind of like.
1: Yes, in I, terms of like contract validity, then yes, she totally has a case. I don't. I have a hard time feeling bad for her because I know she has millions and millions mm-hmm. of dollars. So like when people like that are like, mm-hmm, <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I know your job's hard but also it's not that hard.
0: And and things have been kind of heating up too with uh, it seeming like Disney is attacking her character. Um Well, they don't no, need to do that. And no one on the the rest of the cast has kind of come to also like back her, which oh kind my of God. sucks. Well,
1: now I'm totally team Scarjo. Fuck well, those. Well, but people. but I think
0: though partially just cuz they all have contracts. She doesn't anymore. Yeah. So she can kind of do this. Because she has technically wiped her hands clean of Yeah, but Robert Downey Jr.
1: can come out and say that he, he doesn't have a contract with them anymore either. The dude, the guy.
0: Oh, d- definitely. They, the guy. They could, and maybe they will in the coming months when they hopefully not doesn't drag out months. Yeah. But, you know, it does seem like ugh, Disney just... You got the more money.
1: Right. Like, clearly you fucked the contract. Like, that's clear. From a legal perspective they agreed to this one very specific thing and they broke that contract and they should deal with that. And now Emma Stone is also thinking about suing them because they did the same thing on Cruella. Okay. So she's thinking about hopping on board with a similar lawsuit.
0: I've uh, I heard of another actor too and I, it blanks on my, on my mind of who it was, but as well as doing that. And I mean... Yes, I know Dave Bautista was very upset when that one with him and the little up and coming girl, mm-hmm. like body kind of bodyguard type movie that yeah. came out. Uh, that he really wanted to be in theaters, and I'm assuming partially why it would be, you know, part of the profits there. Um, and at the time too, I'm like, oh, you're, 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 you're rich and everything, but I think there is some validity to that and. You know what? Hopefully, if things can get under control, we can. This will be a small blip, and people can get their money paid and whatever. But if if things keep still going the the way that they are kind of looking with this Delta variant, we may have to look at Mm -hmm. doing some home releases again. And I, I, I will actually pay money to go see Dune. I would run out a whole theater just to watch it if that's what I had to do by myself. We should, a, awesome. we should have a we should
1: have a drunk on comics screening of dune. We could rent out the theater and invite um, just our, our favorite yes. people to it.
0: that'd be cool um that's about all the news that I had
1: yeah, that was more news than what I had
0: actually I did one other thing that I was like when I was going through some things uh that I thought was kind of funny that the Marvel what ifs. They're still announcing voice actor cast, which I thought, that's weird because it's coming out in like two weeks. Right. And also, I feel like these people recorded their dialogue a while ago that we would really easily be able to see that. So I don't understand why it's news.
1: It's not. It's just, there's no other news. No
0: other news. Except for one one thing that I found of the what ifs. And that is there was an episode that was going to... Uh, have to do with guardians of the galaxy however they had to scrap it because then they found out that's pretty much the whole plot of guardians of the galaxy oh. volume Three.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: and so like someone just came up with some creative what if story they pitched it and then they're like got to a point where they're like yeah we might do this and then like james gunn is s- like stop someone else is like yeah nope you can't do that episode uh here's why
1: well that's crazy though because if they were doing a what if that meant it was some sort of scenario that was kind of outside of current timeline that didn't make sense with what was happening i mean you
0: could have some subtle what ifs i mean and you can still have the plot point of like we got to steal this thing to get to this point to this point that could also be the main mechanics of what the movie will be but yes you're right too like but then again, it's James Gunn, so it could be a way out there. Guardians, Volume 3 it's as true. well.
1: Question. Will Adam Warlock be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Oh, and maybe that
0: actually could be part of it, too.
1: Because he was there, the egg.
0: Mm-hmm. And it. we still got to resolve that. And even if it doesn't come into a giant... Uh, fruition of who adam warlock is if he just becomes a minor character and is there
1: well i mean the whole purpose of adam warlock was to defeat thanos and that already happened yeah. so
0: well he could come back as the magus yeah yeah and his evil doppelganger yeah. and become a big player big bad i don't know just uh,
1: i hope so I, w- I hope they bring puck along with him yeah i like some good puck action
0: <laughs> all right booze in the book this week all right uh, it is amazing fantasy number 1 from Marvel. Now this is a, is a story about how these three people's lives got turned upside down. <laughs> and I'm not even going to try to like pretend to to do the song. Uh it's it's crazy so uh this follows Cap, it follows Black Widow and it follows Spider-Man and each story three stories within here they find themselves awoken on this magical island and they all got pulled from different times as well Mm -hmm. and there's so much in here of like what's going on and it's really the last pages of like this is now set like the the story so this is all prequel to what's really going on i don't know what's going on it's a bit crazy However, there's a lot of stuff in here. It's all mixed up. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why we're pairing it with a Long Island iced tea. Because also, I I have done Long Island iced teas before, but then I was like, oh, that's New York area, which fits
1: Marvel. Yep, classic, which these are all classic versions of the characters, Um. Sounds innocuous. Think you could enjoy a Long Island iced tea and still have a good evening? Not true. (laughs) You cannot have a Long Island iced tea and then expect your night to carry on as normal. (laughs) And there's a crazy amount of ingredients in a Long Island iced tea. Like, I've heard people list what goes into a Long Island iced tea before, and I'm always like, what? That's fucked up. None of those things go together. But, but they it's so do. tasty. It's delicious. And
0: just like this book. There we go. Oh, well, that's all that I have for this week. I'm spent. I need to, <laughs> I need to go have a dragon.
1: <laughs> maybe take a nap. and. We really hit the hard R on this episode.
0: <laughs> I'm really kind of disappointed that we didn't have more innuendos planned.
1: I know, we, we didn't talk to each other ahead of time was the problem. Yeah. You didn't know I was reading a horny book. I didn't know you were reading a horny book.
0: We should have saved these for uh, <laughs> six episodes from now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, good thing there's plenty of horny books out there to read. <laughs>
0: we'll stay thirsty for that.